I'm so glad you're here today. Jesus has a word for us as usual. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And he wants us to know. He doesn't want us to be in the dark, but he wants us to know things to come. He wants us to know, in fact, everything about him. So let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to share with us who you are. We thank you and praise you, Lord, that you just love us so much that you want us to stand before you that day and have already known who you were. No surprises. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. That's what we're going to talk about today. Jesus wants you to know who he is. He wants you to have already known him when you stand before him that day. He wants you to know for sure where you're going to go and what it's going to be like and already have had conversation with him. I want to read to you a conversation between him and the disciples in John 14. He, you know, they were in a really tight relationship and they were grieving, obviously, because Jesus said, do not let your hearts be troubled, distressed, agitated. You believe in and adhere to and trust and rely on God. Believe in and adhere to and trust and rely on me. In my father's house are many dwelling places. And if it were not so, I would have told you. For I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And when I go and make ready a place for you, I'll come back again and take you myself. That where I am, you will also be. And to that place where I'm going, you know the way. Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, if you have learned to recognize me, you will also have known my Father. From now on, you know him, and you have seen him in me. You have seen him, yes, in me. So what Jesus is saying is when we know him, we know the Father. And our part is to get to know him. You know, I went, I went through this where um, Jesus actually said to me that he was making a place ready for me. And he said that to assure me that he is getting a place ready for me to live with him when I leave here. And I just want to assure you that you have to have those conversations with him. You have to know what's going on. You have to have conversation with Jesus. You have to know him for him to say to you, don't worry, I'm going to go get a place ready for you. Don't worry, it's going to be the perfect place. I'm going to come back for you and get you myself. That's what he said to the disciples. I'm going to come back and personally get you myself. And we have to have that relationship with Jesus where we know that. Some years back, he was telling me that I wasn't ready for heaven. And I really thought I was going to miss it. He corrected me. He showed me what I needed to do to be right with him so I could go to heaven. And then after I started getting it right, I, I was still pretty worried about it. And the correction was, it, it scared me because I want to make sure that that is where I'm going to go when I leave here. And of course, we had conversation every day and I thought things were better. But he did a really cool thing. And while I was writing, he just said, I'm, gonna, I'm getting a place ready for you. And at first I thought, oh, am I going now? But what he was saying is, I'm assuring you that I'm getting a place ready for you. I can see that you are living your life my way. 
I can see that you're seeking me and wanting to do. That's all all you have to do is be on his side, care about what he cares about, want to be a part of his life. When he corrected me, I didn't know that I wasn't caring about him. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind is care about what he cares about. And he asked me to go for him, and instead I went on vacation. To go for him, there's a lot of pressure. Um, People don't want to hear what you have to say. Um, You know, just like Jesus, he was persecuted. And when you go for him, you're going to be persecuted. So I kept backing off. And then finally he corrected me. And there's other areas in my life where I need constant correction. But the cool thing is when I was writing, he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. I also had a vision of boxes being delivered to my empty place. You know, Jesus knows exactly what you like. He knows exactly where you want to live. You know, just like if you're going to move in with somebody, you're going to come in agreement. You're going to both like the same thing or like the same weather. You're going to have um, the same choice on furniture. You're going to be in agreement. And that's what Jesus is saying. In order for him to get a place ready for you, for you to move into heaven, you have to come in agreement with him. He's the way. He's the way to heaven. And so when you agree with him, you agree with the Father. He came to show us the Father. He said he only did and said what the Father said and did. And it's recorded in the Word. And so when we come in agreement with him, we're going to have the same liking he does. We're going to say what he said. We're going to do what he did. We're going to like the same color he likes, so to say. And so that's what he's saying to us today. That's the word I have for you is you don't just automatically go to heaven. It's not just this blurry vision that you have, but it's reality to have a relationship with Jesus where you have conversation. And if you need correcting, you get correcting. Um, you, you get corrected. Revelation 3.19 says that he corrects those that he loves. And so you want to take that correction because you want to be in agreement with him so you can move in with him so you can stand before the Father. You know, a lot of people think there's, there's ways around what God has said, and there is no way around it. It's exactly what he said. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so you have to be in agreement with him. You have to have conversation to be in agreement with him. You have to know him. He said, now, he he said, I just want to read this again. He said, don't let your hearts be troubled. They were distressed that Jesus was leaving, which means they were in love with him. They gave everything up for him. You know, when you give everything up for someone, that is really how you fall in love with them. When you have kids, you give things up for them. When you get married, you give things up for that person that you marry. And really, we're marrying Jesus. And so if we love him with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind, we're going to give things up for him. We're going to let things behind because he's the most important thing in our life. And so when he is the most important thing in your life, And he's going to come back for you. He's going to come and get you himself. And he's going to bring you to that place he has prepared for you. It was so cool for me to see those boxes being delivered. Everything was brand new. The floor was just empty. And so I knew that I was in that place that he promised that he got just for me. He got the furniture I liked. 
you know, when you love someone, you go out of your way for them. He got all the stuff that I wanted because I gave everything up for him. He gave his life for you. And now he's saying, will you give your life for me? You know, there's so much more to getting to know Jesus and, and moving in with him someday than we really acknowledge. He's a person. He has feelings. He's in love with you. And he's asking you to be a part of his life. And you know, the thing that bothers him the most is that many are perishing. Many don't realize that. We have this foggy thinking that, you know, we're just going to fall asleep and we're all going to heaven. And it, it's just, it's so, the things that we're thinking are unknown and, and that's why it's so foggy and we don't know. And he wants to clear up the fog in your mind. He wants you to know he's a real person. And he demands time from you. He demands your attention, just like you do from people you love. If they ignore you and just take you for granted, it's not okay with you. And it's not okay with Jesus. He said many call him Lord on that day. And they're not entering into the kingdom of heaven because they didn't take the time to get to know him or come in agreement with him. They don't know his favorite color. They don't know how he's feeling. They don't know what kind of furniture he likes. They don't know how he's feeling. And that's what he's saying. I didn't know you. You didn't take any time for me. You don't care about what I care about. In fact, you have no idea what I care about. You didn't want to be a part of my life then. So why do you want to be a part of my life now? Saith the Lord. He wants you to care about him. He wants you to want him to take the time to get to know him and find out what he's thinking. If he would have told me what he was thinking, then I would have no idea. Things weren't going right in my life. And I was saying, Lord, what is going on? What's happening? I don't feel your presence as much. Your blessings have stopped. And you know what he said? He said, if you really want to know, meet me here at this bench tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. He was serious. There was emotion behind what he said. And when I got there, he told me I betrayed him. I said I would go for him. And I just stopped doing everything I said I would do. You see how he is an emotional being as we are. So then I started doing what he told me to do. And then he started helping me to understand that I was doing well. And I didn't have to worry. He even took me to heaven. He took me to heaven. I got through that door. The original door, he said that um, I wouldn't walk through. He said the five foolish virgins, they weren't ready. And we're so not ready. Do you know what Jesus is asking you to do? Do you know where you might be lacking? Have you talked to him? Why are you so sure that you're going to go to heaven and you just live your life? Like nothing's going to happen if you haven't had conversation with him. Just like in the day of Noah. People are just dancing, getting married, you know, doing their thing, doing their evil. God had to get rid of the evil and the same thing is happening today. And even those of us who call him Lord have no idea where you are at. The sin in your life. You know, when you don't do what God asks you to do, it's called sin, and you're separating yourself from him. And so that's what he was saying to me. 
I made a promise to him. He said, will you go for me? And I said, I would. And then I stopped. And there's other promises that we make. And there's other things in the word of God that we assume that we're doing or um, think that we're doing. But really, he has another opinion. And we got to find out what it is. And so you got to know him. You can't get to heaven unless you know Jesus. And that's what he was telling Thomas. He said that you know me, so you know the way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to me, to the Father, except through me. If you had known me and learned and recognized me, you'd also know my Father. They're one and the same. He's like his Father. And so we got to take that time to know Jesus and come in agreement with him so he can come back and get us, so he can get a place ready for us. And if we're not doing that, we're really delusioned. He's not getting a place ready, and he's not coming to get you. And I just want to put it out there because we live delusional. I hear so many people say, everybody goes to heaven. You know, we sing that song and we all get to heaven. It's not that simple. You have to have an intense relationship with Jesus. You have to know what he's feeling, what he's thinking. You have to know his opinion, not someone else's. Someone else telling you, oh, you're a good person. You're going to make it. You don't know that. You have to talk to him and find out. Find out. I want to encourage you. Go to him and find out if you're going to make it. Don't just assume you are. When I talk to people on the street, they all say, 